Tonight, California Governor Gavin Newsom ratcheting up efforts to clean out those homeless encampments, the ones that have become synonymous with some of the state's biggest cities. I think we can all agree uh, that we need to do more to clean up encampments in the state of California. Newsom pledging $300 million to sweep out the encampments, promising to provide support to the people displaced. The governor says the state has already cleaned out roughly 5,700 encampments since July 2021. The idea being that we weren't just cleaning up encampments out of sight, out of mind, and displacing people or moving people, but that we're trying to resolve the underlying issues in the first place and actually support people to get them back on their feet. The funding comes as a University of California study finds 171,000 people are experiencing homelessness in the Golden State, representing 30% of the entire country's homeless population and roughly half of the nation's unsheltered. Violence in and around California's encampments becoming a national flashpoint and raising questions about Newsom's handling of the crisis. Oh, he's got a hammer. Somebody call the police, guys. Last December, an organization supporting the homeless posted this video, reportedly showing a man swinging at people with a hammer near a row of tents in San Diego and horrifying footage of a brutal beating. Three people stomping to attack a homeless man in this encampment in May 2021. California Republican legislator Roger Nilo telling the Center Square the cleanup program Newsom announced is basically a program to deal with what he probably views as a political hot potato. So let's talk about the homeless situation, mainly in California, because I get a lot of emails. What is a centrist's view on the homeless situation? Because like everything else in this country, it's got to be either blue or red. We're always divided on everything. It's always got to be political, no matter what it is. And it's not just in California. However, California has 30% of the United States homeless population. But there's a lot of other states that have the same situation, mainly states that have good uh, good weather. And uh, even Portland, Oregon is having a horrible situation with their uh, homeless population. Even Phoenix, Arizona, you know, they get uh, homeless because it's not hard to live out on the streets when the weather is fine. But California is the worst. And they've been dealing with this for quite a long time. And it's because, and a lot of uh, people are going to be shocked at this, in my opinion. Once again, this is one centrist, independent, so-called independent view on what's going on. And this is just my own opinion. I think California is blowing it. I think Portland, Oregon is blowing it. And I'm going to say why. And it's specifically related to people living on the streets homelessness. Now, that's a difference between people living in their cars or people living in other situations other than living in a home of their own or living in a residence of their own, either if they're renting it or if they have bought it. These are people that um, are living on the streets, literally, in the gutters, if you will, not to insult anybody. I am addressing that fact because there's a lot of things that need to be done in that situation that's not being done because of the radical left. Yes, I'm saying that. I have I keep looking here because I have an article 
That was uh, in, the, I believe it was the San Francisco Times in the Northern California Bay Area. Um, and it was a pretty in-depth article of what California has been trying to do with the homeless situation. And I'm going to kind of read some of these because it's very important to discuss how California is blowing it and some of the things that they could be doing better With these poor results came a growing sense that the cities and counties weren't spending their homelessness funds wisely, including accusations on social media that a homeless industrial complex of government-funded service providers was more interested in sustaining itself than meaningful improving the lives of vulnerable populations. I believe that. That sounds so Democrat to me. They were more interested in uh, bragging about self-sustaining rather than actually doing something for the homeless population. I do believe this. Now, this is where I disagree, and I'm going to tell you why. But the story goes on to say, at its root, California homelessness is a housing problem. The state's decade-long failure to build enough homes, particularly affordable homes, has priced countless people out of the market, leaving them nowhere to go but their vehicles on the streets. Okay, I do agree with that. Now, these are true homeless people. They can't afford rent. They can't afford a mortgage. So a lot of them are living in their cars on the streets. And something needs to be done. Something, Some kind of program needs to be done with that. I am not arguing that fact. But I'm my opinion and what I'm dealing with right now is people that are actually living in the gutters and the streets, the sidewalks of California and other cities, and what needs to be done with that. Because those people, the majority of them, and this has been done, uh, there's been many articles done about this, there's been documentaries done about this, as a lot of these people have drug and mental illness, and that's the root cause of why these people are living on these streets. And there's been a lot of programs, there's been a lot of shelters, and many of them have are unused because these people want to continue to do drugs, and the mental ill feel that they're being uh, uh, like locked up if they go into these shelters. Because once again, these people are mentally ill, and then we have these drug users that want, don't want to go into these shelters because they don't allow drugs in there. So we're going to address that in just a little bit. So the story goes on, and uh, it, it goes on to say mental illness and drug use are not the root cause of the state's homelessness crisis. I do believe they are the root cause for people actually living in the streets and on the sidewalks, and I'll get to that. But uh, they are most visible, and that's true. Most people on uh, that watch the news and read these news stories and they see the pictures, they see these actual people living on the streets, on the sidewalks, and causing problems. And that's where the news goes towards. But once again, there's a lot of people, legitimately homeless people, that are living in their cars, living with friends, and don't have a house. These are the people that need help with housing. And these are the people that really don't want to go into shelters because they have jobs. They are working. They're working hard. They're working regular 40-hour-plus-a-week 40 uh, jobs, but yet they go home to their car. So those are the people that we really need to deal with, and we need to find out some kind of financial aid or something for these people. 
With cities, counties, and local providers largely left to fend for themselves against these challenges, it's no surprise they might head into different directions and different goals and different results. And so over the past several months, Newsom has moved aggressively to take charge. Two weeks after his surprise announcement, Newsom said he would release funds to governments that pledged to take more aggressive action on homelessness through, though it wasn't clear what that meant. In March, Newsom revealed an updated plan, collective goal, a 15% reduction in homelessness by 2024. So how do we get these people, the mentally ill and people that have uh, substance abuse into these treatment areas if they don't want to go? And how long does the middle class, the neighborhoods are, how long do they have to put up with this? How long are they expected to put up with this? What else does it say? On top of Newsom's proposal to put $4.86 billion bond before voters to build mental health facilities, treatment facilities, The state is launching a $1.5 billion behavioral health bridge housing program to create and fund new clinically enhanced housing settings for people experiencing homelessness who have complex behavioral health conditions and drug issues and has invested an additional $3 billion in other behavioral housing programs. Meanwhile, Cal, and then it goes on and on because it starts talking about insurance and and things like that. So it also goes on to say, although California needs more mental health beds at all levels of care, open beds are currently going unused. And that's basically what I said. And for the reasons that I said, according to a 2021 report, from the nonpartisan think tank Rand Corp, more than two-thirds of California's community residential facilities can't place people with criminal records, particularly those with arson or sex offender convictions, and more than 50% of psychiatric facilities at all levels of care can't place people with serious so-occurring conditions such as dementia or traumatic brain injury. So it's an ongoing... It's there's so much uh, garbage that's going on to try to deal with this homeless situation that people are living on the streets. And I keep saying in the gutters because literally they are to try to deal with this situation because the radical left is saying these people are human beings. They should be allowed to do what they want to do. If they don't want treatment, we still got to treat them like human beings until we figure something out. And the right uh, and even the middle is saying, at what point are we going to figure this out? There's been enough discussions about this. This rotation has been going uh, indefinitely. The conditions are only getting worse. They're not getting better. And even Gavin Newsom sounds like he's getting tired of it and something, some kind of action has got to be done. And that's where, while that's why he's coming up with this uh, care court, which I believe that's what it was called, is basically to try to get them uh, in a situation where it's either this or that. You either get into a facility to take care of your issue, or we're going to have to deal with this in a more uh, serious situation, like almost make you go to that because. 
This thing where, well, I don't want to go to one of these facilities. I don't want to go to one of these housing facilities where they don't allow me to do drugs. So I'm going to stay on the streets. That has got to end as far as I'm concerned. Once again, that's my opinion. And I want to reiterate that I'm not talking about true homeless people that are living in their cars. I'm not saying that the people living on the sidewalks and out on the streets are not true homeless people. I'm not dealing with the people that are living in their cars that actually have jobs. I'm not talking about them because they're trying to get their their uh, lives together and they need help. That's a whole nother story. For those people, we need to find homes for whatever it takes. Low-cost housing, we need to build more homes for people to live and be able to work and come home after a 40-, 60-hour work week and be able to go to a house. That has to be dealt with. And on the other end, what I have been talking about, and I'm reading this while I'm um, having a conversation with you. Thank you very much, because I think it's making kind of a same, same point. It also seems unlikely new facilities alone with meaningful improved substance use disorder treatment in California. Well, once again, the writer of this op-ed is basically saying the same thing. It's unlikely that these facilities are going to be built for people with uh, substance abuse for treatment in California because they build these places and nobody goes to them because they still want to do drugs on the street. So let me conclude this because I've been rambling on and I just want to say something about specifically mentally ill people and people blatantly doing drugs out on the street. We've got to come to some agreement of how to deal with this and end this situation. It's not fair to the neighborhoods that constantly have to wake up in the morning and open their doors and see nothing but filth, smell urine, smell feces, see garbage all over the place. Because that's, once again, these people don't care. I know they're humans. I know they have their rights. But so do the people living in the neighborhoods in those homes. Why should they have to open the doors? Why should they not allow their kids to go out on the streets and play? Because there's needles all over the place, garbage, uh, crime. It's because People are rotating in and out of the streets, basically just to clean the street up, only for them to come back. How do we deal with that? How do we eliminate it? How do we get the mentally ill into facilities to help them out, to make them either better or to give them an improved lifestyle to help them improve their mental capacity? How do we get these drug addicts? And if you notice, there are a lot of documentaries out there. All you got to do is go to YouTube and see a lot of these drug addicts, people doing their, their, the drugs out on the streets freely and, you know, uh, cities uh, giving them free, clean needles because they don't want them to get sick. How do we? Most of them are young, able-bodied people that can work. And you can see that on a lot of uh, documentaries and stories that you'll notice a lot of these people are young capable people that can go out and work, but they choose, and I say choose, and I'm specifically talking about the drug addicts, the young drug addicts living out on the streets that don't want to go into facilities. They're choosing to live out there like that. But the people in those neighborhoods, they're not choosing to have their neighborhoods like that. So as a centrist point of view, 
I think we've definitely got to get housing here, specifically in California. We got to get lower cost housing for people living in their cars, doing whatever they can. And these are middle class people. Get them homes, get them better financing, get them financial support, whatever it takes to get them out of their cars into homes. I think the Cal Care court system or whatever Newsom is talking about, it's I think it's on track to we need to get people into those court systems and say, listen, we're offering you with this. This is the way it's going to be. You need treatment. Do you want treatment? No, I don't want treatment. Okay, then we need to get you off the street one way or the other. So it's either like a forced treatment or something to get them off the streets to get some kind of help. We can't say, okay, you don't want the the treatment, so go back onto the streets and cause the chaos that you've been doing. I think those times have got to end. I think uh, a lot of people in this state of California have come to that conclusion. We're going nowhere. The bureaucracy has just uh, out of control. And there's been a lot of uh, focus and stories in Portland, Oregon. That place is out of control. Once again, the radical liberals are letting these people do whatever they want, live how they want, and they're not focusing on the people that are living in those neighborhoods. And other states are dealing with the same thing. That's my opinion. I know I'm going to get a lot of calls. I know I'm going to get a lot of emails. But that's a centrist's opinion of what's going on. We've got to stop playing the same game that we have been for the past few years and uh, take a radical step in cleaning this up. Let me know your thoughts, 323-776-9966. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of my opinion. If you have any ideas on how to fix this problem, I will be sure to forward those to the appropriate parties in whatever state you're from. But once again, give us a call, 323-776-9966. And uh, until the next show, I will talk to you soon.